You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everybody. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority, with another Healing Matters podcast. And today we're talking about arthritis. Um, but let's first go back. Um, this is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. Um, you can see me on Patreon. You can see me on my Facebook page, which is um, Strategic Healing. You can, uh, my YouTube channel, which is Jason Eagle QRA. Um, and again, we are going to like, subscribe, that whole shebang. Um, we're talking about arthritis. Now, in America, well, worldwide, but we're really going to talk about America, um, there's two different types of arthritis. Uh, one which would be RA, rheumatoid arthritis, and uh, then there's the most common one, which is called OA, or osteoarthritis. The difference is, how do you know what the difference is? <clears throat> rheumatoid arthritis is, in general, it's the general joint pain, joint swelling, uh, red, hot, tender. Um, that's one of the kind of claim to fames about why, uh, how do you know that it's a uh, rheumatoid arthritis? The most common one though is osteoarthritis and that one in particular, it's not red. It's not hot. It's not swelling, but it's a destruction of the joints. You start to lose the joints. They, uh, start to fall apart. So let me get into these. Um, let's go back to, and we'll talk about rheumatoid arthritis. Um, which is the less common one, but a, a lot of times it can start as rheumatoid arthritis and then break down into rheumatoid arthritis. So, or I'm sorry, osteoarthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis, um, worldwide research uh, shows arthritis, both of these arthritises, is linked to infection. Um, now, rheumatoid arthritis would be infection at the joints, not just inflammation. An intestinal infection. I'm going to get into what types of infection and how infection can cause that. Um, also linked to poor diet, especially consumption of hydrogenated oils and fried foods. Yes, it is your bad diet. Lots of bad foods. Low pH, which is deficient minerals. If you take any condition in the world, it has a, a tracking to low minerals. If you don't have enough minerals, your body, especially when we get into immune system type of stuff, your body ran out of minerals, especially then when we get into the osteoarthritis is where did those minerals going? If my minerals are shrinking and the joints are, are falling apart, where are those minerals going? They're being sucked out to be uh, used as payment for paying the immune system and all other things in the body. Okay. Um, low pH, toxic gallbladder, intestinal infection, which would be backup of waste products into the liver and joints. When you get into um, the Chinese medicine, the Ayurvedic, which would be Indian medicine, they all say it is the gallbladder, it is the liver, it is the adrenals. These are the things. But liver, gallbladder are the top ones in terms of those are the organs that reflex to those things that protect your joints. Um, and when those organs break down, then it starts to show up in the joint. So it's usually not starting in the joints first. It starts in somewhere else in the body, in, in these, your filters, and also mentioned kidneys. Um, heavy metal exposure, toxicity, dental infection, dental toxicity. Um, the heavy metals can come a lot of from the dentals, but you, you know, that's why you, a lot of times you see guys, men that 
work on cars and, and are exposed to a lot of um, or paint or a lot of stuff, they will develop the arthritis and they'll say, ah, it's my job or it's, I sit a lot. I'm a truck driver or this or that. And they, you know, they blame it on these types of things when a lot of times it's just a buildup of toxins that your liver cannot filter out anymore. And then it starts to leak into the joints and we got a lot of problems in the joints. Um, common symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis or joint pain in general would be pain, swelling, redness in the joints, fatigue, insomnia, the pain will wake you up. So usually the rheumatoid arthritis is it's the, the, I'm okay, but then I sleep and then I start to, you know, my body starts to slow down. I don't move as much. A lot of times with rheumatoid arthritis, the movement helps it. Osteoarthritis, the movement makes it worse. Okay. Um, reduce joint mobility. Ah, my joints are achy and I just can't grab or I can't move or I can't bend as well. And a lot of times people, you know, say, I got arthritis in my fingers. I got arthritis, but it can be also arthritis in the hips, arthritis in the actual uh, joints of the spine, because those are joints as well, too. Okay, now that's uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Now let's talk about osteoarthritis. Osteo means bone. So it's in the bone and it's the dissolving of the, the bones. OA is the most common form of arthritis in the U.S. In OA, there is a gradual breakdown of the cartilage in joints, resulting in joint stiffness, swelling, and pain. OA, or arthritis, commonly affects the fingers, knees, spine, and hips, and less frequently the wrists, elbow, shoulders, and ankles. Osteoarthritis usually comes on slowly, and especially in those age over 45. At first, joints may ache after exercise or work. Later, the joints degenerate. When they get in, they say, oh, you got bone on bone. That's the joints because the joints start to degenerate and they start falling apart. And then eventually, because the, the joints are, especially like the knees and the ankles and, and, and the, the hips, is and even in the fingers, is there's a joint that's in there that keeps the bones from rubbing on each other so that the bones kind of rub on top of that. <clears throat> okay. Um, which is meant to happen. Um, uh, not everyone with OA feels pain. Okay. So you can have osteoarthritis and you go, I don't have pain. Rheumatoid arthritis, the one that usually have pain and, um, uh, and, and lots of pain. Um, often linked to infection in the joints, which promotes cartilage destruction. Okay. The infection and in particular, the bugs or what you, when I say infection, I'm talking about bugs. Um, that would be bacterial, that would be viral, that would be parasitic, um, all kinds of these things. That's just the general term for infection. But think about what infection is. It's another living life form, and they live inside your joints. And when they live inside your joints, in particular, and they live all, all different points in the body, but why the joints, and I've said this before, because your joints, especially the synovial joints and basically all the joints, there is no blood flow directly in there. It needs the blood to get food and oxygen and also take the waste products away. But it's passive, meaning there's not actual blood inside the joints, but it needs, it gets the juices from the joints. So it has to, um, but what that also means is, is that it's a slower area, meaning it's kind of a backwater area. It is a swamp. 
So if because the blood flow is what carries the oxygen and oxygen is what kills bacteria as well as the immune system. So the immune system doesn't have direct connection to the joints. So thereby things can get in there and live there happily. And a lot of bacteria and viruses and stuff like that. What they do is they live in there. Then they create waste products. That's like an acid that literally dissolves the joints. Doesn't hurt them, but it hurts you. And they're, they're essentially living there munching and munching on those joints, destroying the joints. Plus also secreting these, what's called metabolic waste products that also creates, uh, destruction in the joints. Okay. Often linked to infection of the joints, which promotes uh, cartilage uh, destruction, often due to low pH. We're talking about osteoarthritis right now. Poor mineral status and chronic high protein consumption, meaning people, and it's not necessarily eating too much protein. They can't digest the protein. So it's kind of a misnomer because protein is good. And a lot of times you'll find people that um have low they they don't secrete enough of the protease and and the enzymes to break down the protein they eat a lot of protein they eat enough protein but they don't absorb the protein and then that excess protein or the not dis- proper digestion of the protein that would be the meat and even even plant-based proteins turns into another waste product then backing up into liver and all this other stuff so um but a lot of times we see people who eat a lot of protein, a lot, you know, the barbecue eaters that have been eating a lot of that stuff and, and a lot of where they just eat the meat and potatoes type of stuff, not enough of the grains, not enough minerals, and, and then especially a lot of fried foods, a lot of fried uh, foods with meat, um, and that's all they eat. Eventually, they develop a lot of, of the arthritis problems, and it's linked to, the high protein is is linked to the acid forming, but I'm making a connection that it's not necessary. No, so what that means is if you had a high protein eater that took their hydrochloric acid, meaning they had good stomach acids, and they took some enzymes, um, they would be better off, and they could still eat that they eat that same amount of protein, and it wouldn't break down. So really, it's the breakdown of the uh, ability to digest the protein that comes first before the excess protein is the problem. Okay, so. Um, Heavy metal toxicity, silver fillings, toxic liver, that's another thing that goes to osteoarthritis. In oriental medicine, Chinese medicine, the maintenance and flexibility of the joints is controlled by the liver. Okay? Therefore, it is important to detoxify the liver and keep to keep the joint strong. Common symptoms of osteoarthritis is steady or intermittent pain in a joint. Stiff, remember I said this is the one that hurts from movement. Um, our steward or a rheumatoid arthritis feels better with movement. When you stop the movement, it gets worse. Okay. Stiffness in the joint after periods of inactivity, sleeping and sitting, swelling or tenderness in one or more joints, crunching feeling or the cracking sound, which is called crepitus. This is the osteoarthritis. My joint is crunchy and cracking. You can hear it like gravel inside there. That's osteoarthritis. And if you were to zoom in with, let's say, a microscope, you would see that the cartilage is normally kind of smooth. Um, eventually, the, the cartilage becomes kind of rough. It becomes broken up. But it also forms lots of... Gout can also be uh, part of this. Gout is also part of 
also a pre-arthritis or a you can have all of the whole shebang which is osteoarthritis and gout meaning these mineral deposits so when you hear the crunching and the cracking sometimes it is not only the breakdown of the cartilage now the cartilage has become kind of rough um, but also it's full of mineral deposits which is these minerals are kind of like rock candy and you start to hear it and it's it's crunching around that's osteoarthritis okay so especially when that joint is moving so how do we fix it especially how do we get to what the title of this one is is how can we get out of pain or reduce the pain dramatically in 30 days okay and it, most people most people i don't care how far along you can reduce the pain and even eliminate pain if you do these things in 30 days okay and then over 30 days it gets better and better and better okay so as i said within both of these conditions ra and oa rheumatoid arthritis osteoarthritis there is these five things that are the common condition and you fix these things and you address these things they both get better number one they both have infection okay most common infection infection starts in the gut because we have low hydrochloric acid we have low hydrochloric acid because we have low minerals starts with one thing then it goes to another thing then it then breaks down you get a lot of people with arthritis both ra and oa that starts with lots of bloating that starts with the bigger belly um, the the beer belly that type of thing that's an indication that you have a candida infection yeast infection that the sugars that you eat you eat too much sugar you got a lot of people that are carb addicts they eat way too many carbohydrates and, the, and their bodies crave them and then the bugs that live them crave them even more so and drive you to eat them which then kind of just becomes this vicious kind of cycle so addressing the infection i will get to what are the things to do with that okay um, but again, like I said, this is infection that starts in the gut and can be kind of throughout the whole body. And then it can actually get in the joints, infection directly in the joints. There's a couple topical things that you can do to relieve the pain, but it all starts in the system. Hi, Shannon. Um, okay. Uh, number two is liver gallbladder, liver and gallbladder toxicity. Your liver is a filter. When that filter starts to get bogged down and jammed up and, and literally too full and it can't dump, it's, it's, so it's kind of like when a, when a glass gets full and you keep pouring it, that's when it then starts to spill over on the table. Typically, the filter's liver kidney is that's when you notice a symptom, a symptom. So when does the problem start? The problem starts way before you had the symptom. By the time you have the symptom, especially the stiffness in the joint and that type of stuff, that's because the liver is starting to spill over. And instead of these things being filtered out, they then just get put into the bloodstream because the liver's full. Can't take any more. Okay. Number three is adrenals adrenal so how do people get bad adrenals not sleeping well eating too much of that sugar doing too much of the caffeine the up and the down the up and the down lots of stress not being able to manage the stress not being able to um, address the things that uh, go to the stress that burns the adrenals out okay um, number four is food allergies now not everyone has the same food allergies but the top things that would be in the food allergy would be sugar okay now people are not allergic to sugar but they can develop the allergies of 
the things that feed on the sugar. Remember I said the yeast, the other bacteria and things, you're allergic to their waste products. Their poop creates an allergy. Okay. And what is the top allergy things? Or when we say an allergy, we're really saying this is that you have too much histamine, too much cortisol, all of these other types of things. That's what we're really allergic to. We're allergic to our body's reaction to a damage. The body creates histamine because it's trying to fix damage. Okay. So, but it's a response. So, um, the, like I said, the sugar, the wheat, you have a lot of people that are allergic to, and there's a lot of sugar in wheat. So when we talk about wheat, we're talking about like the bread, the cakes, the cookies, that type of thing. So there's a lot of sugar in that. <clears throat> so you get a double whammy. Um, dairy, a lot of people have a allergy to dairy. As I said, the body doesn't digest it very well, and then it creates damage, and then you create these, these immune system responses, which is a response to the damage. So like I like to say about an allergy or a symptom, it is the boy who cries wolf who has scratches on him, okay? Doesn't mean he's lying. He means you just haven't found it yet. So we like to sedate the symptomology with, you know, Western medicine likes to just put people on a pill and just say, let's just make this go away, right? However, um, when you have the damage and the evidence of the damage, the smart person is, is, you know, what is it, Lassie? Take me to it. I will go to it because you're not lying to me. And I don't want to just put tape on your mouth and make you shut up. No, you want to go to where the problem is. Okay. Um, these, and then coffee, coffee, you can, I wouldn't necessarily call coffee, but coffee is something that is exacerbating the problem, exacerbating because of the caffeine, but also because it's very acidic and there's a lot of, um, Metabolic waste, if you already have a jammed up liver and gallbladder, the coffee is making that even worse. Um, and then number five would be dehydration, not drinking enough water. You have a lot of people that have a lot of the achy joints and, the, and it starts with they just don't drink enough water. They drink a lot of pop. They drink a lot of this other stuff. Or sometimes people just don't drink enough of anything and they're very dehydrated. Um, and then number five would be um, inflammation, just inflammation throughout the whole body. Again, inflammation is a response to damage and infection. So these are the five big things that everybody who has any type of arthritis has these things. So how do we address these? Let's go back to the top one, which is um, infection. There's a whole host of all different types of infection. And so, but there's a lot of great anti-infective protocols as well as herbs and, and other things um, that it doesn't matter what type if you take some of these things they're going to go after it okay so number of the number one type of anti-infectives that I would look at for arthritis would be um, uh, uh, I would say olive leaf olive leaf is a just general spectrum antibacterial antimicrobial garlic or the allicidin that's the other type of thing it focuses it really is good for bacterial but it's good for everything adp which is that's the oregano adp biotics makes this company company makes a pill which is an oregano these are the the three main things that are just broad spectrum they kill virus they kill bacteria they kill um candida these types of things okay um 
hydrochloric acid. Having enough hydrochloric acid in the stomach, especially when you eat a high-protein meal or a heavy meal, making sure you can digest this. That will then cut down on how many waste products go into these filters and give them a break, start to clean the body out, okay? Um, so that would be an infection. There's another one that's very specific for bone infection, and that would be the osteoven. Osteoven Premier Research Labs make a product uh, called Osteoven, and it's really good at rebuilding. Um, so it's good for bone. In, they used to be called bone and joint, but it's what we would call it's used for sick bone and joint. The the bone condition that would be sick or infection would be, um, uh, uh, geez, I'll think about it. Um, the osteo osteoporosis, osteopenia. Um, which would be uh, dissolving of the bone. There's a relation. They're kind of all the same thing. They're in the same family because they're really being driven by the same infection. Who's eating my bones? Who's eating my joints? It is the infection. And it's the infection that's eating, the bugs that it's eating, but it's also your immune system is dissolving the bones to pay the immune system to fight the infection. So either way, it's going a double whammy at your bones and joints. Okay, so osteovin's really good at actually helping to heal the bone, but also um, it's anti-infective for the bones and joints, okay? Um, then we get into liver gallbladder, okay? How do we clean out the liver gallbladder? Well, first of all, the gallbladder ND, which is this liquid, um, it has what's called nanized gold coin, um, has B6. B6 is a, a, a really good thing for the, um, the gallbladder to clean the gallbladder. Now people say, but I don't have a gallbladder left. Well, you still have the tube and your body still creates bile. All the gallbladder is is a storage tank for the bile and a squirting mechanism to squirt the bile into the digestive tract when it's needed. But what is bile? Bile is the waste product of the liver. It's the, the cleaning out. So the liver cleans itself out. So even after you remove your gallbladder, you still create bile. And the uh, gallbladder ND helps to thin the bile out. It helps to give you nice, good, liquidy bile. The liver ND is another thing, which is that has a nanized turmeric. Turmeric is one of these great things with the curcuminoids, which is really good for liver. It's also, a lot of people say, God, that's great for my joints. I love the turmeric because it helps to relieve the pain, okay? Or pain also because it's anti-infective. Anytime we have pain, you've got to consider that there's some sort of infection or the pain's coming from the waste products, the destruction of the infection or your immune system going after that. Um, then we get into uh, adrenals, um, making sure you're having enough salt. Adrenaven is another good thing. There's a number of really good supplements that are great for the adrenals, but focus on that's where we also get into sleeping, working on your sleep. I had a whole video on before, check that out, on sleep. What do we do about sleep? There's there's just a huge checklist of what can I do to sleep. And it's not just melatonin. It's about creating your bedroom. It's about setting up times to sleep. It's about putting yourself in bed, blue blockers uh, to stop the, the screen. I mean, it's a whole list, but focus on your sleep, getting better sleep, stress manage it, that types of thing. Um, okay. Okay. Um, uh, then the food allergies, I would say 
If you're dealing with arthritis, go on a hiatus. Take a, a 30 day break of do gluten free, do dairy free, and go on like a keto diet, which is, but focus on lots of vegetables, lots of vegetables. Okay. And cut down on the junk food and cut down on the fried food and all this other stuff. But clean your diet up. You will feel a lot better and the joints will feel a lot better. Um, uh, uh, and then also cut out the coffee. I would say, you know, there's other hot drinks if you're used to being coffee. Cut out the coffee and try that for a while and see what that does. Um, the dehydration, which is water. Drink extra water. And if you have arthritis, whether it be RA or OA, drink distilled water. Especially for this 30 day, drink distilled water. Why distilled water? Because distilled water has no minerals in it. It's mineral hungry and it will pull the minerals out of your body, even your joints. So if you got too many of these mineral deposits in your joints, it will start to pull that out of your joints and it will make you feel a lot better. Um, as I said, for the um, uh, allergy, go back to that one, allercaps. Um, allercaps has quercetin in it, which is a, uh, and a number of other things, which are an antihistamine. It will be, you know, people that are used to doing a Benadryl or something like that, they can switch up and go on a natural antihistamine. That would be the allercaps. Um, if we're dealing with inflammation, just generalized inflammation. Um, and that's where people use a lot of the over-counter, whether it be Tylenol or ibuprofen, um, all this other stuff. Try Deltanol, the Delta Tocotrienols, which is a form of the vitamin E. It is very anti-inflammatory. It creates a lot more blood flow, but it clears out inflammation. You could do one, you could do two, you could do eight a day, eight of the Deltanol, um, especially if you got a real serious lots of uh, inflammation. And you don't have to take them all at once. You can take them, and especially the Deltanol, since it's an oil, it really works good with protein. So take it with, let's say, a protein meal. You can take it by itself, but I like to take it with a little bit of protein. Take it with a little bit of like a protein shake or, or you know, a little bit of food or something like an egg, um, this type of stuff. Um, it helps it to, to you know, um, be absorbed a lot better. Topical. What do I do? Remember I talked about topical. What could I use to rub on my joints, especially my finger joints? Um, neem oil and lemonine, which is this orange oil. You mix them together and you rub it into the joints. And I've had a lot of people that say, wow, that stuff really, really works better. It works really good in terms of relieving, especially like the finger joints, or you can rub it on the shoulder joint or something like that. Why? Because lemonine acts as a transporter of delivering the neem in, and neem is an anti-infective. It literally, and it's anti-inflammatory. So it will relieve the inflammation, but also will start killing the infection directly in the joint. Um, I've talked a lot about this, um, which would be the phytozymes. Phytozymes works like a prednisone. Some people go on to the steroid type of stuff, steroid creams or a steroid type of stuff. Um, pre, um, the phytozymes, which is a proteolytic enzymes, it digests protein and a lot of the scar tissue or what we would call the excess stuff that's inside the joints that's causing stiffness. Could you dissolve that? Could you clean those joints out without surgery? Yes. The phytozymes is something you take two of them on an empty stomach three times a day. And uh, why an empty stomach? Because 
if you take it with food, it will digest the food. But I wanted to go into my bloodstream to start to get into the joints, into these things. Um, uh, where are we at right now? Okay, uh, bad pH. Okay, remember, I talked about getting more minerals. One of the top things that a person can do for the minerals is the grains. The fermented grains, uh, Premier Research Labs makes this little pill form, which you can open up and put in your smoothie or just swallow them. The fermenting of the greens, greens are good, but if you take the greens, it would be kale and, and um, um, I forget all the other different greens, but the green grasses and stuff like that, barley grass and all this other stuff. But when they're in their, when they're in their green stage, so people say, well, I'm, I could be allergic to that stuff. Now, this is before it starts to form the seed form, so you don't have any of the allergy type of stuff. But when you ferment a thing, it actually releases more of the stuff, the good stuff that would be in, especially the minerals, than would be if you took it in its raw stage. So it liberates even more of the minerals. Um, green drinks, you know, go to your these um, juice places or get a juicer and um, start juicing some greens. And that helps to really uh, fix the pH, but puts minerals into the system. There's another one, the pH minerals, um, Premier Research Labs uh, creates this one, pH minerals, which comes from, it's a mineral concentrate from Utah's Great Salt Lake, and most of the sodium has been removed. It's in a liquid form, but it has a whole lot of different minerals, sodium, magnesium, chloride, and in a form that is, especially the magnesium, in a form that your body, the most preferred form, which is magnesium chloride, the, the body most prefers it, sulfate, sulfur, lithium and boron. Let me talk a little bit a lot about lithium. People said, isn't that what's in cars? Isn't that what's in batteries? Yes, a lithium ion battery. But lithium is a trace mineral that your body really needs. And especially if you're dealing with some um, anxiety and all of the, a lot of times too, this is, is even with arthritis, there's some anxiety and stuff like that. People kind of feel like that. Low minerals. And so um, the pH minerals provides all of these great minerals. Sulfur. Sulfur is something that your joints really need. That's why a lot of times people, when they start um, switching out the meat and then going to a plant-based and eating more of the beans and lentils, um, that also reduces a lot of pain in the body. Why? Because it's the sulfur-based amino acids. And the sulfur is something that goes directly into your joints. Your joints need sulfur. Okay? It's where people get into one of the top uh, supplements that's used for joints is the glucosamine and chondroitin. Um, those have a relationship to sulfur, okay? Um, and, and that's the go-to. Grandma and grandpa, that's all they do is they do, you know, they do the fish oil and they'll do glucosamine and chondroitin. They say, ah, it feels better. Well, but if they did these other things as well, or maybe even before that, um, that would fit because if you're taking glucosamine and chondroitin to, to just fix the joints but not changing your diet, then you're relieving some of the pain, but the destruction is still going on. The process is still going on. And as I say, you really want to go to the underlying cause. Let's nip this in the bud and go to where it started before it started. Um, the D3 with K2, that's huge for the joints, for the bones. Um, and then also the other mineral I would say that is a big mineral would be magnesium. You have a lot of people that are very deficient in magnesium. And a lot of the joints can be problem joints because their muscles are so tight, not enough magnesium. And those muscles push the joints together, which squeezes the juices out of the joints. 
then the juice becomes dehydrated. So a lot of times even, and then traps metabolites and the joints don't breathe enough. They don't move enough. They don't squeeze enough. So a lot of times it starts with the muscles being too tight, which then basically like an anaconda squeezes the hell out of those joints. Okay. So when a person can relieve the minerals or, or relieve the muscle tension with the minerals, that's where Epsom salt baths get in. So if you got arthritis, take daily or at least three times a week of an Epsom salt bath. Epsom salt is cheap. You can get it anywhere. You put four pounds of Epsom salt. People, whoa, that's a lot. It does seem like a lot, but it's no, it's not. And it's cheap. So that big milk carton thing, or if you get the big six pound, use about you know three quarters of the bag, four pounds of Epsom salt and stay in the bath at least 20 minutes. I like 60 minutes. I like an hour and you, you know, start with hot and then it doesn't get too cold. It's fine. Read a book, listen to a movie or something like that. Listen to a book. Um, you'll get through it. A lot of times people, so the magnesium will release the muscles. It will also help to release the joints. You will start to get the joints to breathe and absorb more of the good blood and get rid of the bad stuff out of it. Or like I said, not blood, but the juices from the blood. We'll pull the good stuff in. Um, uh, and then moving a joint. After you've done these things, you've, you've created these things, then start moving more because you want to move these good nutrients that you've put in there. But you also, so, and what's good movement? Some walking, just some daily walking. I would also talk about like swinging the arms a little bit, not a huge amount, but get out there and move your joints. And, you know, a good thing to do for arthritis or a lot of conditions is go out there and walk. But some of your walking, you want to put your hands up above your head, squeeze your fingers, move your arms up and down, this type of stuff, because it gets the blood flow moving and it pumps it through those joints. Um, you know, getting some good clean air, some sunshine, this type of stuff. Never hurt anybody, but it actually helps with the arthritis because um, the movement, like I said, helps. But the vitamin D, uh, the fresh air, cleaning yourself out. Um, these are the things that really, really help an awful lot. Let me make sure I covered everything. Um, yes. Yep. So these are the things. These are these top things that anyone can do. There's more you could do, um, but that's these are the these are the starting points. These are the start. Let me go back over that again. Number one, treat the infection. That would be some of these anti-infectives. Garlic is a great thing. Uh, oregano is a great thing, getting the hydrochloric acid. Number two, clean up the liver gallbladder. Good liver flush, um, those different types of things. Number three, the adrenals. Number four, uh, the food allergies. Clean up the diet, especially if lots of histamines. That's the allercleanse or the allercaps. Number five would be water, which would be dehydration. Clean up your water, drink more water, drink the distilled water. Number five would be inflammation. Clean out the inflammation and start switching off of some of the NSAIDs, the drugs stuff, even the over-counter things, because they damage your liver, they damage your stomach, um, and start switching to some natural. The delta tocotrienols, deltanol is a great anti-inflammatory and it works spectacular. Um, the curcuminoids, which would be the turmeric, that type of stuff. Um, they are, but the problem with those things is they don't work as immediately. You have to be on them for a while. The fish oil, the E, the DHA, the EPA, that's an anti-inflammatory, but you gotta be on them for a while. Be patient with them. Get on them and stay on them and you'll start to notice the pain, especially 30 days. If you get on these things, 
Um, the green drinks, um, cleaning up the diet, these things will make a huge difference. So try these things and I guarantee you, I, gu I guarantee you, I don't care how bad your arthritis is, you do these things in 30 days, you will have less pain. It will reduce your pain. Um, and then if you stay on it, could we, could we, you know, fix a joint? Could we dissolve these things? Yes. I've seen cases for people where the doctor looked at it and looked at the joints and said, Ooh, we might have to do surgery on this. These people did these things. And then a month, two months later, they came back and they go, wow, you clean that junk out. That really looks, and people can hear it. You can take a joint and you can hear how crunchy and cracky it is. You do this stuff. And then, you know, 30 to 60 days later, it's like, Whoa, that's, it's not as crunchy. My shoulder doesn't crack as much. Get rid of that crepitus. Where did it go? Your body pulled it out. So not everything has to be a surgery. Not everything has to be cleaned out by the, the doctor. You can clean it out yourself. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. Thanks a lot. Until next time. Bye bye.